podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This show is brought to you in association with Labbrooks for all your betting needs. With a new site design and great prices, it's our preferred bookie. New members can get a free match bet up to £50 when you sign up and use the code LAD50. Check on site for details at labbrooks.com. And this is true, we love to do the things that we're not supposed to do. We don't need robbing, stealing, or mugging. In fact, don't take it seriously, we're only bugging. Hello, my name's Mark Webster, this is The Whistleblowers, and I should point out to you immediately, because it makes sense to, we've signed up with Labrooks to bring you some exclusive betting odds and offers that we've wrangled out of them for you lot. Follow the links on the description to this podcast, on our Facebook page, and our Twitter feed. For starters, there's a free bet of up to 50 quid, so you just click on the link and enter the promo code LAD50. That'll be LAD50, get your £50 bet, with LAD Brooks. It's only just occurred to me after about 600 now that, of course, that is the first uh, syllable in their name. Um, annoyingly, uh, because um, I know he's annoyed because I've had 77 texts of him, Nathan Caton couldn't make it because he's been stuck in Greenford. But in a bizarre quirk and twist of fate, a son of Greenford now sits before me. And in a weird way, we may now have all been saved half hour of Dermot Kavanagh and Nathan came banging on about bloody things in Greenford. The joys of Greenford, yeah. I mean, there, there, Which is, there are many. There are many. Uh, well, I haven't been there for about 30 years, so um, I would say... Well, he could have filled you in yeah, then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <clears throat> the River Brent has got to stand out as... Well, as, it's as, a, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, naturally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And... Uh, Sad to say, the old red line got knocked down about a year ago. It's on the corner the of where bastards. our school was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which would but, have been handy at But the spaceship is still there, the spaceship. But what? if Nathan was here, I could have asked him about the spaceship, which was the Irish centre next to our school, which was a corrugated iron hexagon <laughs> where you used to go for your school disco. Yeah. But he never got off the ground, I'd say. No. Yet. No, I no. also happen to know uh, there was a record shop there you were telling me. King Discs, yeah, yeah, King, King Discs. Discs. Um, wasn't the greatest, but when you're on Greenford Broadway in your lunch hour, well, any port in a storm. I, I and Steve Perriman opened his and sports shop. And there was Steve Perriman's <laughs> sports. I, I, and this is my first discovery of Steve Perriman's sports shop, is that when uh, many years ago I was doing a TV uh, Channel 5 football show with Kevin Day, and Steve Perriman used to come on, and he was just off at that stage... To Grampus 8, I think it was. He, he went off to the J-League. And I think he was... Steve was a good football but man. But did... Knew his football. Was it a chain then? Because no, I was I, amazed you'd heard of it. Did it... Well, did, no, did no, it live I, and die in no, Greenford Broadway? It. Yeah, <laughs> you drive, no, you drive past it. You know, it's, it's, it's a cut through towards Wembley yeah. and from Isleworth. Quite, quite an impressive building, yeah. it, it, was, it was... Big shop front. Yeah, well, yeah. well, the letters were quite high. Yeah. And they said, Steve Brown... Hey, I'll tell you what, you knew what you're getting for your money. You're getting sports yeah. clobber out of a shop owned by Steve Perryman. Because yeah. he ended up at Brentford, I suppose. He did, yeah, he did, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he was at Tottenham for about 40 years, that's, wasn't he? Exactly yeah. right, that's right. Yeah. He's um, a Tottenham boy. Yeah, yeah, but he did end up at Brentford, yeah, yeah. And he, yeah, so, uh, and he had exactly the same haircut through his entire career. 
Yeah. It's a remarkable achievement. Yeah. Some do it. Especially uh, through the 70s. Yeah. Stephen Gerrard and Michael Owen obviously yeah, managed yeah, it, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. I mean, in fact, matching haircuts, yeah. like yeah. bookends, yeah. you know, apart from obviously one bookend was half the size of the other bookend. <laughs> yeah. Now, Dermot, um, uh, you and I are sat together here to, to chat about many things, and we're, and we're going to skip, obviously, through the stories. But first of all, the good news is, we, obviously, clearly last time we had you in here, um, was to talk about the fact that your book about Laurie Cunningham was on the cusp. Yeah, yeah. You, you, it, was, it, it was right there. You got, it was, most of it was written, yeah, which well, is a good thing. I, I, well, yeah, I've written, I've written half of it, and um, it's, it's been doing the rounds, let's say that, to uh, the traditional publishers. And, uh, yeah, I had some nice replies, but all no thanks. You know, uh, yeah, we don't think it's right. So I carried on anyway. I thought it was such a good story. Um, and there's an exhibition which is opening on Thursday. Thank you for well, you know, let, let, inviting me on to, my to talk pleasure. about it. In fact, let's, let's, let's keep everyone in suspense on that because yeah, we'll okay. talk about the book and, and yeah. the exhibition because, because there's a job in hand that we've got to do with first of all. And that, it's basically breaking news as we speak, but of course the details will be out there by now. Which is basically everybody at the Chelsea-Arsenal game, and this goes down to... Fans, I believe, uh, concessionary uh, salesmen, uh, people who are selling programmes in the ground, all the managers, the teams, everybody's been charged by the FA uh, for, for, for inappropriate conduct. Violent conduct, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, the only person who's walking away clean as a whistle is Mr Mike Dean. Now, let's go, if we go back to the very start of this, when, when you look at that incident, when you take it apart, it could have been... In my, my my thoughts, it could have been salvaged about eighteen times. Well, did he? Because I only because I was working on Saturday. I work my day job is working on the Sunday time, so I get glimpses. But when so I so like, that which means you're reading Lord Byron all the time. Yeah, well, yeah, of course, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with yeah, with the uh, volume turned down on the telly. Yeah. Um, but um, when I saw the the highlights, did he did he ever go up and talk to either player? Did he ever say you know? That's enough. Did he caution them, or did he just? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, there, I, there was a, there was man a, management and all that. But did he did he actually approach Costa and yes, he got Gabriel he, he, or Koscielny and say? But of course, Koscielny was this the starting last point. Gabriel yeah, came yeah. in. Yeah. There, there was a there was the parent conversation. I mean, there was a you know, there's the, the usual deal: frown, you know, frown on yeah, the face yeah. and, and and demonstrative arm gestures, you know. But what then happened is, is is the bit that got me is the is the fact that these two are basically. Stuck together like birds of a feather, mm. walking all the way from the from the six yard box to the centre to the centre circle, effectively, until the petulant kick went out, and nothing happened but the in between. There's kick no... didn't even make contact, did it? Uh, it well, it went between it's... his ankles. I mean, did it? I mean... It was uh, the, 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 the whole gesture. Just... When you get down to it, though, now here's you can't hold this boy responsible for it. Um, because because he makes a very good point is that is that you know it's his second actually he says it very eruditely in his second language is Izuma who, who says that he, he refers to him at one particular point uh, in, in his in the setup about his whole life uh, or, or the whole situation with him is that um, he, he basically says he likes to cheat a lot now. Zuma said that. Zuma about said that about Acosta. Costa. Yeah. Now of course he's using the word cheat. 
He's, he's, he's plucked the word cheat. Yeah. It's a bit. What was that word Wenger used? Wenger used the word cheat and said he didn't quite mean it in that context yeah, yeah, once yeah, before, yeah, didn't yeah. he? What well, I, I suppose he means, you know, he's he's being manipulative, he's being cute, he's being tricky. Yeah, and but, he's, but he's, since we've drawn that whole statement, yeah, yeah, uh, it's, it's or it's been yeah, withdrawn yeah, by about yeah, forty-seven yeah, yeah, PR yeah. men from Chelsea dragging him backwards away from the microphone. But I think I, it's, I think we're back to that phrase, gamesmanship. Now, yeah. where, what do you think about Costa in this situation? Well, he's horrible, but yeah. so Luis Suarez is horrible. Yeah, Didier Drogba is horrible, but fantastic centre forward. So, I mean. Costa last season and Hazard were their best players, you know. And you yeah. think, um, would would you change him, you know, to be all nice and? But I'm sure he'd be fine the next couple of games. But if that's what makes him, that's what makes Suarez tick, you know. Uh, I sort of see the point of him. You know, he, he's horrible, he's nasty, but he's he's a great striker. Which yeah. Arsenal could have done with because. Theo Walcott did nothing. With Mark, well, there's not a lot, a lot of that kind of anger coming out of <laughs> yeah, Theo, is and, there? Um, yeah, it's horrible what he did. And it, it, it's, you know, I don't how how they define violent con- conduct. I don't know, but hitting someone in the face. Well, that, that, and just, just inciting you know, other players I think is gonna, horrible. They're, they're but they're Suarez get him for that, all the time. They're, they're going to get him for the slap. But yeah. then again, it, it's, it's uh, and again, uh, and perhaps it's clear. You know, unfortunately, we're, we're perhaps having this conversation at a time when the mu- the waters are still somewhat muddied on it. But it's, it, it wasn't totally clear so whether anyone had even noticed that. I think the only way they can get him is because it's video evidence of violent conduct. Because Mike Dean hasn't punished him for any of that stuff. Mm. But my my take on it is. And I, you know, I can understand the battling centre forward and the, you know, wants to get in your face. And Martin Keown says he wants to go toe to toe with him, etc. Well, he gets it off though, wouldn't he? Well, Keown, I mean, he, well, well, with Van Nistelrooy. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, which was possibly the most ridiculous farcical girl slap of all time. Yeah. But there you go. But then again, but that's Martin Keown, as far as he's concerned, having psychological advantage yeah, 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 over yeah, a footballer yeah. is by running up and banging him in the back of the head. But. He's going to get banned for three games. My, th- my taking it would be, it's all well and good, but if you're going to miss games for it, you are not an advantage to your team, yeah. are you? Yeah. No, that, well, that is the thing. But I think the thing about Costa is he, and like Drogba before him, he is like Mourinho on the pitch. He's like made flesh on the pitch. He's got that whole mentality of like cynical, win at all costs, you know, sort of push it as far as you can, then shrug shoulders, you know, monster the ref, all that sort of thing that Chelsea have done for years. But yeah. Arsenal aren't an innocent party. They've had people that use their studs. Oh, yeah, exactly right. And the red cards they get, you know, they're not down at the fair play, you know, at the top of the fair play league. So I think it's quite a nice smokescreen for Arsenal. Because in a way, that was a six-point match. You know, if Arsenal are challenging to for top spot, Chelsea were like fourth from bottom or whatever they were. Chelsea are, are laughing. So if he misses three games, but they, they've beaten Arsenal... So it's almost an investment oh, well, it's, it's, it's in their future. It's a cliche to talk about their six pointers, but it is a sort of um, they've 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 done them over. Yeah, and, and stopped uh, Arsenal being that, at, at, at that expense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I agree in principle, but you know, there's the thing about it is for me with him. I think what it is, he's gone from a kind of it feels like he's gone from a Scorsese nasty moat. To, to a soap opera one. It's, it, yeah. it just, it, it's a, it's yeah, a yeah, slight yeah, yeah. changing. He's almost twirling his moustache, yeah. you know. It, and and it's, it, it's almost like he's, he's, he's believing his own publicity in the way he's behaving. It, it feels a little bit more heightened 
than the version we saw last year, which included goals last year. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think he won them that game, you know, just just yeah, by yeah, he un, he un, actually, Arsenal, he Arsenal are fragile, you know. So he didn't, yeah, <laughs> well, right, he didn't score, but he he sort of he, God, he got two players sent off. Well, I mean, sh- no, but that's cynical, inappropriate no, response but, that would but, be. You know, yeah. um, I, I don't. What's the word? You know, I don't praise it. I don't think it's condone it, but no, no. condone it. But um, when you look at the end of the season and you think oh, that, I think that. Turning over Arsenal like that yeah. affects Arsenal more than they let on. Yeah. That's a bit, okay, so right, so our conclusion is those those three he took those, games. Took, <laughs> took that three game bullet for the team. Well, and it might without even scoring. It's not like they got no one on the bench, is it? You know, no, I mean, that's yeah, exactly, yeah. that's a lower room before he comes and scores a goal yeah, again, yeah, didn't he? Yeah. As a direct result of that. Um the other thing that's interesting that's, that of course has occurred over the weekend is that and possibly I, I, would you argue earlier than normal, especially given the range of managers I'm about to talk about, of, of those in the frame. Um, because Brendan Rogers' mm. name is brought into light already. Yeah, yeah. Steve McLaren's there. Um, Tim Sherwood, I'm going to guess, is already there. And the, re- and, and, and the, the fourth of those, certainly Dick Advocat. And, and Dick Advocat is an interesting character because he said today, uh, let's be clear, if it felt that it was better for somebody else to take over, then I will go. Now, the thing about Advocate is, is that I loved, loved him when he came. You know, there's everything about him. It's a heart-on-his-sleeve-kind-of-looking mm. individual. And, yeah, yeah. and, and you kind of, you're warm to him, didn't you, as the bloke who kind of saved Sunderland in the way that he saved yeah. Sunderland. And then he's presented with the pig in the poke that he's had to deal with uh, this particular season. And I believe that when he says that. Oh, I think um, it's, it does, when you read it blankly like, it sounds incredibly defeatist. But yeah. I, think, yeah, I think Sunderland have got a history. I mean, they, they get, get rid of managers... Before the clocks go back, don't they? I mean, yes. they're, they're, True. They're, they're probably the first team that, that will get rid of someone. Um, and I don't think he's necessarily a problem. Like you say, it's what he's got. Well, I think Rogers is, is, is the one who's in, in real trouble. Well, there you go. Because, of course, what you won't hear, I don't think, from any of those other three, for example, is anything resembling uh, mere culpa. Hmm. Uh, I don't think they're those kind of guys, are they? I mean, I'm not saying advocate is, is... Actually, he kind of is implying that, isn't he? Saying, look, <coughs> excuse me, he's basically saying, look, I'm doing what I can do, but for me, the most important thing is Sunderland surviving, and if it's not me doing it, because someone else has worked it out better than me, let, yeah, I will hand yeah. the reins over. I don't, those three fellas are not built like that, are they? No, and, and, no. I, and If we work our way backwards on those, first, the, 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 the incendiary one for me in that little lot is Tim Sherwood. Simply because he doesn't feel like he's a fella who's quite... He hasn't been here yet, has he? And he came out with that strange third-person quote, didn't he, about um, when Tim Sherwood's backed into a corner. Oh, dear God. Yeah, yeah. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, I think it's a bit early to be doing all that, you know. Yeah. um, So I think Sherwood, yeah, um, as, as he got the nouse to sort of turn it around. But Villa, Villa have been in crisis for about four years, haven't they? Well, it's a rolling crisis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we feel that way indeed. Yeah. And a, 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 but it was a crisis which... Oh, it's a crisis I thought that they nipped in the bud, but of course they were unfortunate enough, to, like everybody else is, to play Leicester, who, who aren't allowed to lose anymore, yeah, like yeah, EEC yeah, ruling. Yeah, yeah. So, of course, he gets, that, he gets that game in front of him and he, and he blows that, then they, they lose a game at home. The thing about him as well is, is that... Um, there's a petulance there, which is which is so obvious I that you kind of worry well. about. It as a, I, I yes, know, it's it, a personal it, thing. Yeah. So, as, so as a man, you know, as, 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 as a leader of men, 
I kind of want you know, picture, extend that during five days of training mm. before a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Petulance, I think. Yeah, I oh, know. I think I think he's he's obviously in trouble because well, I don't think they've won have they this, this no. season yet at Villa. And I think advocate. I, I I would stay with him because I think what's your alternative you're not going to get some magic bullet Advocate but, or Sherwood are you saying uh, Advocate I you're going to yeah, say with yeah, him yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and I, I think you say that is quite an honest statement but maybe yeah. maybe it's not what the uh, PR department at Sunderland want but, no um, no no well, but no, I, th- I, I, I don't I, think they've got one of those I, I, I don't know what the problem with because I like Paul Lambert but um, he seemed to sort no, of come unstuck right. you know and you know, I don't follow it that closely but you just think there's something not right there um no, so, yeah, I think you get, but I think, I think Rogers is. I mean, if you want to go, if, I'm, if I'm, 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 I'm getting to Rogers because yeah. I'm going to say Steve McLaren next as well because that, 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 that one interests me as well because I, I don't. Steve McLaren feels like he's still running on fumes to me and the, and the yeah. whole Newcastle job that he took on and in the strange circumstances that he, yeah. he, he did appear to take them on. It, 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 what it feels like for a start is that why did he burn his bridges at Derby? Where yeah, it felt yeah. like he'd found some level playing field to work exactly. with. Exactly, they were a good team. Uh, well, they are a good team. Yeah, and, and sort of yeah, just spend a few years there and 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 build them up. I'd, McLaren's a strange one though, isn't he? Because um, I saw him on the telly being interviewed. And he started doing that pigeon English again that he did when he was in Holland. I spot. He started like that. Talking like that, yeah. You know, well, we did discuss like, last week. Maybe he's got a, a sort of double identity as as Dutch, yeah. Dutch Steve and Newcastle. Well, yeah, where, no, where, he, where a, he sort of goes into he ain't done Geordie Steve. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. We did say last week. There's no time for him to be Geordie Steve. Yeah, yeah. he's really, there's no really, there's no the way yeah. He don't need that in his in his repertoire. That, but, but it would feel that. I've never well, thought he was a good man manager. That, no, I mean, in my no, who knows? Yeah, exactly. Who knows if he's a manager? We know, you know his coaching reputation apparently precedes him. Yeah, but of course, we, every, everyone says that outside of you know. We, but that's kind of lip service for fans, isn't it? Because of course, we you know we don't see him putting the cones out and taking them back in no, again. No, so we're guessing there, aren't we? And his reputation seemed to be apart from the Man United Fergie thing was getting Middlesbrough to was it the UEFA Cup final and they got thrashed was it four 0 or something? Yeah, yeah. And you think, well, there's your reputation gone up in smoke. Yeah. there and then. You know, so getting someone to a final and then getting destroyed. Um, which, is also, which is also the saddest thing for Newcastle fans, of course, is because this is no bloke riding in on the white horse to save the day, is it? No. It's, a, it's a kind of another sort of vacuous appointment, isn't it, really? In saying that, of course, Pardew wasn't. It transpires. But there you go. That's, another, mm. that's almost another part of the story. Um, I just want to point out as well that uh, you can also get in touch with us uh, on iPhone and it's completely free. You get this podcast first on videos, all the archive, plus the latest football news from the BBC Telegraph and The Guardian. Just follow the links to the whistleblowers.net or find them in the app store, whistleblowers.net. And we are at Football Podcast if you want to get hold of us on Twitter as well, which is where you'll find myself and Dermot, of course. And uh, he'll tell you all about what he's doing on there in a moment's time. But first of all, Brendan Rodgers then, go on. <laughs> well, I sound like I've got in for him now, but um, I just thought, yeah, when you said, who do you think is the prime candidate? I think Rodgers is, because the, the flattest of, the, of the, the football I've seen this season, the flattest beyond any... You, you sort of expect Sunderland and Villa not to have the greatest start or, you know, to make mistakes, but Liverpool have been completely flat. And you think of this whole sort of pre-season, that's all built up as, you know, we've got it all right. And, and Liverpool have just been awful, as yeah. far as I can tell. I think they've gone back sort of so far. And you say, oh, they lost Sterling and then they lost Suarez, you know, two years ago. But why hasn't that been repaired, you know? Um, it's not like they haven't had time. 
And I, well, I, I well, don't, well, is it well, the way? They're, they're is it money? I mean, but of course, you, I know they are tough footballers to replace. But you don't. That's one argument. But the other side of the same coin is you can't have one-man football teams. So you, you, you can't assume to go for your entire, you know, you, Brendan Rodgers can't assume that he's going he's to run Liverpool as a dynasty for six years because, simply because one fella's going to stay in his football team. There's got to be more to it than that, hasn't exactly. there? Exactly. And also, um, the buys, I mean, maybe there is a bit of a limited, but the, the, the people that he bought, you know, it's, um, was it Ricky Lambert? I, mean, I don't yeah. really blame him. He's a good player. And uh, Balotelli, was, you know, was a disaster. But they never seem to either get a proper run in the team or, or play in a way that suited them. And it was sort of seemed to be a almost like Van Hal when it was. So yeah, so, yeah, no one he? knew yeah. what they were doing. No, right. You know? And um, Rogers was insisting on this this way of play, which well, it just wasn't working. But, uh, but he seems to sort of. I don't know. He's, I think he's a good manager. But he I, looks I, I, and talks. He looks like and talks like. The man, a man who should be leading Liverpool to success, hmm. and I suspect that the owners think that they probably have got that fella in that sense as well, but without results and without performances, recent history suggests that they will pull the trigger. Yeah, I think so. And it's sort of what is it? Eight games now. It's 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 becoming irretrievable. You know, they're not going to challenge for something. Chelsea have turned it. Like I was saying with you know. Yeah. Yeah. In Arsenal, that, that's they'll go on and do all right, and all right, you know, they'll probably win it. But um, Liverpool, I can't see them even if they start winning against supposedly lesser teams. I still think it's huge problems there. And it's that flatness. Yeah, yeah. Although, oh, yeah, they'll be fine. They won't go. Get no, but, they'll be top half of the table. But yeah, but, but to, do to you Liverpool, want that when you're no, Liverpool? No, 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 no. When you were so when you nearly won the title, you know, two, three seasons ago, whenever yes. it was. Which, um, yeah, which seems a long way away now. And the curse of Liverpool is that all, you know, a lot of the pundits on the BBC and the major are ex-players, aren't they? So, well, that, yeah. there's basically vultures <laughs> so, circling yeah, the club, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're gonna, it's very difficult to escape. Okay, before we get this, is it? That, that's the current stuff. Let's deal with what you're up to, because uh, very rarely, um, in fact, I can safely say not at all, uh, as a, a guest turned up with the suppliers with a ruler. I've never seen that before. Yeah, a metal ruler as well. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, granted, it's metal. <laughs> uh, okay, in that case, wood or plastic <laughs> or metal ruler. There's a good reason for this, though, isn't there? What's that? Yeah, well, I've been. Uh, there's an exhibition starting on Thursday at the Park Theatre in Finsbury Park, um, all about Laurie Cunningham, who is someone I've been a bit obsessed with for the last couple of years. And uh, I've just been hanging some pictures and uh, little. Uh, Articles about him, nice and plumb and true, uh, according to my metal ruler. Go, <laughs> uh, cool, he's got all the way back to <laughs> yeah. his to his O levels there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All yeah. that woodwork wasn't wasted exactly. on you, was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Mr. Clayton although, taught me well. This yeah. this does actually make it um, uh, officially an art installation, doesn't exactly. it? Rather yeah, than yeah, exhibition, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. You 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 know, this this is not just and some we were saying, Bob a job merchant. Laurie Cunningham is not. Yeah, people who might not know his name, he was. Uh, part of the three degrees at West Bromwich album in the late 70s went on to play for Real Madrid um, checkered but he had a very good first season they won the double uh, and he was the first black player to play for England at any level under 21 in 1977 so he's, he's got this fantastic football pedigree but as Mark pointed out to me he's a popular culture icon as well because yes, he was he a soul is. boy he was into bespoke fashion all, all this happening in 
North London, Finsbury Park, roundabout sort of 1975. And, believe, and, 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 and Mark Bright, the conversation that you and I had together, in which Mark Bright, I remember, and I think I wrote in the article that I did about this in Jocks and Nerds, Mark Bright was, was, was in awe of him when he came back. Yeah. But yeah. also particularly because they went to a French restaurant and he, and he did the whole, he ordered every, did everything in French. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Peter Reid spoken about how... Uh, he was given a plate of prawns, didn't know what it was, and, and Laurie showed him how to peel a prawn. Oh, yeah. oh Peter yeah. Reed! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> With um, his little stubby fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I assume um, he's got. But, so he was sophisticated even in 1983, or whatever, yeah. but, um, which was quite hard to be in 1983 <laughs> in, in, in England. But uh, no, he's a fascinating character, and um, I've always wanted to write a book about him, and I've written half a book about him, and, and the great thing is that what's come out of this sort of talking to people and, and just letting people know about him is that uh, uh, this company Unbound have, have, have a made an offer. A, a, to, fantastic, uh, a company of great repute, obviously. And the nice thing about Unbound, of course, is that, is, is that people who know any of their books will know that they, that they love to focus on that kind of pop cultural artist, like, you know, just, just elevated above the subject matter yeah, and yeah. something with a bit more strength a bit, in a depth. A bit of sort of a cool edge to but it. But what they've um, never yeah. done before is... is a, a sports book, although yeah. I, would, I would hesitate to call this a sports book because... It's about yeah, a sportsman. It, 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 it's yeah. about a footballer, but yeah. he was also a black teenager growing up in Islington, Finsbury Park in the late 60s, which wasn't always the easiest thing. Um, a, a soul boy into sort of great Gatsby suits, you know, 40s fashion. So these, all these little elements that he, yeah. he touches and... Um, and he looked fantastic as well. You know, he, he, he never took a bad picture. You know? No, no. This, which, of course, you'll see if you go to the exhibition. This, yeah, this is the, yeah. Of course, this is the strength of it. Is, I mean, it's all well and good saying, you know, you, you, you've got an exhibition going on, there's some photographs up. We can all have pictures of our fat, you know, yeah, what yeah. we did in our holidays. It's, it's, this is much better than that. The fat, there's, there's just one of these guys that just, you go... Oh, he's something, oh, yeah. isn't he? I, mean, I don't the, know what he is, but he's the, the something. The great Gatsby suit where he's stand, standing on Brisbane Road pitch, you know, pockmarked pitch in 1975. He, look, he looks the business in this 40s gangster suit, um, trilby hat. But also there's some lovely pictures of him and Cyril Reed just getting ready to go out in 1978 and Tottenham mucking about, trying different shirts on, you know, flexing their muscles. Gorgeous. Uh, lovely little sort of details like that. Pictures of the Soul Boys outside Crackers in 1975 in Soho. Um, so it's not just... Lots of pictures of Laurie Cunningham. And there's some great quotes in there from him and from teammates Looking referring to the prejudice at the time and, and just what he was like as a person and, and what his interests were. So it, it, it's, it's more than just portraits of a footballer. Yeah. No, it's, well, as you say, it's, it's a lifestyle and it's a reflection of the culture he grew up in. So we can sit, just to remind us again then, so the exhibition is on where? It's launching on uh, the Park Theatre in Finsbury Park. Um, and it's launching on Thursday night. Uh, between six and seven, if anyone wants to go there. But it'll be on for two months, so it's there for to the end of November. Marvellous. And what I'll do on, on here is, and we'll, we'll be able to give out unbound details in the next podcast or yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the book, the, the exhibition and the book will all be called Different Class. So if, if you ever, if you want to look it up, Different Class, type that in onto Twitter and it'll come up. Yeah. Yes, that, that is, that is the, the Twitter name for your, your good yeah, self. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. The, the I is the number one, sorry. Uh, so it's, yeah. Different with a, a number one instead of an I <laughs> for quirky, for quirky reasons. reasons. That will be on my control. Well, yeah. listen, we'll look out for that. I'm looking forward to all that stuff. Do thanks very much indeed. That was the whistleblowers. This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People Sports Social Podcast Network.